0: Hello, and welcome to the What's Career Got To Do With It podcast, where we hope to provide a space for honest conversation and information that encourages the listener to take the next steps in their career journey. Wherever you're at in this process, we hope this episode will meet you with affirmation, guidance, and maybe some laughs along the way.
1: On today's episode, we will discuss an answer, or many, to the questions, why do goals matter, even if we don't always reach them? So, yeah, uh, this one, this one's a tough one. And also we're recording this early in the morning. So be ready for these answers. Maybe there's some apathy in our responses. We don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so, everybody, let's think about that. Why, why do goals matter? Um, just off the top of your head, what do you got for me?
0: You got to have some sort of pathway to get to where you're going. So, you know, whether it's a big goal or a little goal, it's just a little step forward each time.
2: Um, I look at it as like c- competition with self, right? So that's what sometimes motivates me. So if I don't have something to strive for that day, what am I doing? Mm-hmm.
3: I think goals goes up. You set like realistic expectations. And I thought immediately about like how you season food when you cook. You got the heavy handed <laughs> seasoner. And then maybe you're like a heavy-handed goal setter, and then you're like, okay, that's a lot. And then you kind of rank it down. So it helps you set realistic expectations. Um, Is this black pepper chicken? Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what if you're not motivated by goals?
2: Mm. I think maybe take the approach of – changing the name, right? So often when I'm talking to students about networking, um, I try to take the stigma away from the word and I say, think about it just as a conversation, right? So mm-hmm. if goals is a word that is intimidating to you and kind of just takes away some of your, um, you know, your will or, or or just gives you anxiety, then maybe say, you know, my prize for the day, my my aha moment for the day, or, or you know, what am I going to do this week? You can be something as simple as that. But for me, I think just maybe changing, changing the wording. I, I think so as well.
0: It's almost like, you know, there are things that you have to do, like, you know, Saturday might be the clean the house update, but I really don't want to do it. So if I can get through these things, I get like Nicole said, my prize at the end of the day, I get to go to the mall, I get to go to the movies or I, whatever, self-care, whatever.
3: Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: Yeah. So I think we both or we all touched on this. Of There's short term and there's long term goals and we can reframe them. And if we're reframing, how helpful is utilizing the goals of others to kind of set or benchmark our goals? Because I, I think one of the common things that we see is someone coming into our office and talking about or even myself. I know when I set goals, I look at other people's goals and say, are my goals big enough? so let's talk a little bit about that. What does it look like for us to utilize the goals of others while also keeping in mind that these goals are our own and not someone else's
0: i I think it goes to that first step of the process and knowing yourself um and you know that and we've talked about it in previous episodes you know don't compete, don't compare yourself to others, and like you have that skeleton that guideline whether you're meeting with your mentor and they give you some some end quote goals or to reach you also got to know yourself and know that okay well it's a big goal but maybe if I cut it in half it's still a pretty decent sized goal and it's attainable.
2: Mm-hmm. I think along those steps right we just talked about kind of changing the 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 wording right around goals so if you keep that same thing in mind um you're getting inspiration from others right so um, you're you're kind of giving yourself a path a path to, to look at other people's goals and and hopefully you know um, with you seeing that you're inspired to cater them to to create your own goals but it can almost be again that little nudge that you need to get past the word goals and just see what other people are doing and hopefully that inspires you to to um, start a list for yourself or you know baby steps
3: mm-hmm the, the things that I took away from what you all were talking about was um, inspiration and then a path. I think a lot of times, at least the students that I've met with, they say they looked at LinkedIn and they're like, oh, my God, everybody's doing this, this and that. And I think a lot of people um, make their goals tangible through what they post. And so I think if you going back to networking and having conversations with people, if you use those tools to kind of figure out, OK, what do I need to do or set as expectations for myself to get to where they are? I think if you look at it through the inspirational lens and you can figure out, okay, they took this path. It worked for them because, you know, that's what they desired. How can I make mine unique to what I want to do? So it doesn't have to look or repeat what somebody else did, too. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm.
1: Definitely. And I think about it, too, from the standpoint of it. I know I use this this word a lot, but language, language. We're using language of others to help to identify words for ourselves so that we can ultimately create our own sentence using their words in some Mm -hmm. way, shape, or form. And you're giving them credit, maybe even honoring them by taking some steps in the direction that they were, but also at the end of the day, it's your own new sentence that you have created for yourself. It's your own new path that you have created and that you can move towards. Of course though, moving... Towards goals can sometimes lead towards missteps. Maybe you end up changing your goals. Maybe you fail. And that's a loaded word in itself. So let's talk a little bit about that. I think there, particularly within our society and even in a hyper competitive university, there's a lot of stigma surrounding the word failure and what it means to fail and as people as a whole. What failure even looks like. So, how do we talk to students about failure? How do we even talk to ourselves about failure?
2: It's natural. Mm-hmm. Um, it mm-hmm. is. It's it's part of every day. It's it's part of the beauty of getting to explore. It's part of the beauty of growing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of the beauty of of. Um, gaining reward even after we fail, right? The hope is that that there was some kind of lesson in that. And if there wasn't a lesson in it, cool. As long as you get back up and try again and keep going, um, I think failure to take away that stigma of that word is just look at it as something natural. I may fail, cool. I learned something from it, cool. I didn't learn something from it, okay. Let's move on to the next thing. It's okay.
0: I agree, and I think if you just, you know, like Nicole said, it's it's going to happen and it's part of the process. But also, I like what you said, Nicole, is that it's, you learn through it sometimes. Sometimes you don't, but sometimes you figure out, oh, well, I can do this another way or this didn't work for me this way. And, and I think that that is just um, what happens and, and it's OK. It is OK.
3: Yeah. And it doesn't make you a failure. Right. Exactly. It doesn't make you a failure. It's just that step. Failed, Maybe didn't have like the right support beams underneath. You stepped on it. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you know, do a little bit of more prep work that you needed, but it doesn't mean you're a failure. It's just that that portion of the plan, that portion of the process was that necessary step for you to learn a lesson like Nicole and Angela were saying. So you can move on to the next phase and learn that new lesson.
1: So I'm kind of fascinated by this word. And I, we all touched on it in our answers of like it not being this end point um for us in the process of, of moving towards our goals uh research around it is interesting in different cultures they they view the word failure completely different from a lot of people most people see it as this end point and like that means we have to move on to something different but it could really just be a continuation or a part of the process of Okay, failure is just the ne- natural next step. There's actually this factory out in, uh, I believe, California, and basically their whole job, this is called X, the Moonshot Factory, and it's founded by Google. It's semi-secret, whatever that means. Uh, how
3: do you semi-secret? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I don't know.
1: Um, but uh, basically their whole job is to find different ways to fail and one of the things that they they had in their factory was the Google Lens. And, like, their whole job was, all right, let's see how many ways we can make the Google Lens fail or we can make these different items or new tech products fail so that we can ultimately get to the best product. And I, I don't want to refer to humanity as a product, but in, in many ways, like, we're trying to get to the best version of ourselves. So failure is just naturally a part of that process, I think, to help us to get to that point. Now... Rudy, hold
0: on a second. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I, I just thought about something, y'all. It's probably the athlete, athletic trainer in me. (laughs) But it's just like conditioning. Mm -hmm. Think about it. When you're out there, I take it back to my freshman year, and coach is like, go run that mile. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, in the heat, in the humidity, it's August, and let's go. You run that mile. But a month later, that – You fall out at the end, but a month later, you're running the mile again, and you get through it, and maybe you don't hit the ground. Maybe you just bend over to catch your breath, and then you run it again the next month, and, like, you're standing up breathing, breathing hard, but you're breathing. It's almost like conditioning.
2: Mm -hmm. It's going to happen, but it pushes you. It makes you better. Sorry. See, no, I was thinking the same thing, though, but in the lines of— We didn't win the regular season, but got, dog, that NCAA trophy looked real good in the case. (laughs) So we we lost, we learned, and we got the big one. So, you know, again, if you can flip it as inspiration, motivation, um, flip it as, you know, you could potentially have a story to share with somebody else on what you did. And hopefully that can inspire them and get them over a hump, too. But, yeah, you know. That um that NCAA trophy sometimes is more pretty than that ACC one. Yep,
1: mm. absolutely. And I and too, I think it from this mindset of I've done some weird things in my career of <laughs> different jobs that have brought in different information. But part of that was I was voluntold to be a strength and conditioning coach. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things we were taught was to to push the athletes to their limits that day, and so. If we think about running, you know, there's going to be different limitations that day depending on the the extraneous variables in the space. So like temperature, um, air quality, um, what they had to eat maybe the night before or even that morning, how much sleep they got. So there's so many different things that are impacting the different steps we take. So if you're not at 100% of or what your 100% was the day before – You're 100% made look a little bit different the next day, and that's okay Mm -hmm. as you kind of move towards your goal. And so Mm -hmm. if we think about it that way, we don't necessarily always have to match exactly what we've done before in order to be progressing towards something that we're still achieving and growing. And in that case, in my sense of you're, you're building muscle and you're exercising, you're building cardiovascular health. But you're you're doing it to the extent of what your body can do. There's this great TikTok video that I've seen. Of course, I'm referencing a TikTok on here. And no, it's not going to be about corn. That's going to yeah. date <laughs> pretty pretty easily there. But th- this person is all about normalizing taking walks while you're doing long training sessions, mm-hmm. and that's because all the different factors that come into play. So if you have to take a walk, that's okay. Like don't always think in order to mm-hmm. to push yourself. You can't walk. Right. So sometimes we have to slow down in order to get the most out of
2: ourselves. And then can we talk about one thing that I think all of us have, have said without saying it? It's the support through failure as mm-hmm. well, too. Yeah finding that, that support, um, going back to some of our previous episodes of, of mentors and helpful humans, um, you know, stop by the career center. We'll give you a hug. We even have candy too, sometimes (laughs) ice cream. Um, but you know, (laughs) being able to find, um, or have that support through failure to remind you, and sometimes it has to be self as well too. Right. Um, but to remind you, it was just a moment in a, in a, a journey that is going to last, you know, quite some time. Mm -hmm. So.
0: We have now later. You can come now later.
2: <laughs> oh, my God!
0: Courtesy of Gregory Dury.
1: <laughs> and if you come on really any given day of the week, you never know uh, Nicole might have baked some items Ooh, for you. Uh, Taste it. Muffins the other day. Funfetti.
2: Hashtag <laughs> <can> sponsor me.
1: <laughs> so a- as we kind of progress and, and look forward, I think we've gone really deep into this failure thing. But let's touch on the actual process. In a, in a day-to-day meeting with a student or even in your own personal professional development, how do you set goals for yourself or how do you recommend others to set goals?
2: Um, I am very big on, on start small right? Um, especially if it's a student who is who comes and says, you know, I'm not really accustomed to setting goals or that's not something that I really think about, then let's start small. Let's maybe start a weekly or a monthly. Um, or if we're talking about, um, you know, let's say a job search. Okay. Let's say that maybe each day we're going to spend about an hour doing some searching for some different positions that inspire us versus, you know, a lot of the students that say, I have been sitting in front of this computer for a full week. I have applied to, 157 positions is that okay let's scale that back a little bit let's talk about the importance of scaling it back and then let's secretly incorporate some goal setting in there as well too um, so I'm a fan of starting small just to get accustomed to it and then and then moving forward
0: yeah I, I agree um, I, I somewhat do the same thing but I kind of list you know, what has to get done, period, whether I'm looking at a week or looking at the month. And then, like Nicole said, start small. I call it chunking. Um, a <laughs> chunk what's going to get done. What are the top five things I got to get done today from a list that may be, you know, 15 items long for the month. So, yeah,
3: small is small is great. Mm-hmm. I've, I thought of two things. The first thing was I'm a post-it note person. Mm-hmm. So I love like Colors. writing things on post-it notes and then making it creative if that's your, your your thing and then getting different colors and writing it out um and then you know doing like nicole and Andrew were saying start small work work up big and then the other thing i thought about which i um talking with another student they mentioned how they like to manifest so they'll like write we, we might call it like accomplishment statements on a resume but they'll write it as i will you know xyz and i think Folks out there are, are aware of, like, manifestation and all that kind of thing. But that might be something to kind of play with and see, okay, how can I write it as something that's already done in my mind and then make small steps or goals that leads up to that big I will or why statement? Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's another fun, cool way to try even after this, too.
2: Can I just say Post-its got me through grad school? Mm-hmm. Um, so, grad students, if you're listening, <laughs> buy you some post it turn it into a game. I used to be excited about tearing the Post-it off the wall and throwing it in the trash. Yeah. Um, long live the Post-it.
1: I'm all about some manifestation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, One of the techniques I learned in counseling was to actually take items in your head and imagine yourself putting it down and just like picking it up and then putting it down and releasing that weight and knowing Mm -hmm. I lifted that today. I did that. Mm -hmm. And now Mm -hmm. it's done. Um, So for the contrarians in the room, me. I'm one of those people that when I'm asked the question, where do you see yourself in five years? You know, they're they're expecting those goals. They're expecting that. And I, I even recall one, of the, one interview I went through, and I, I got the job, so it worked out. But I told them, I, I don't set five-year plans. I don't see myself in five years. I see myself in the values that I have, and I want to align with those values. I want to align with those values. And I think it's OK for not everyone to have that five year vision or 10 year vision, whatever those questions are, uh, because we're not all the same person and we're not always going to be able to find something um, that works for other people that works for us. And so st- Post-it notes may work. Uh, Going through different tasks and items actually writing it out may work for me. It's I have my values and I know them by heart and I want to hold those true to me. And wherever that directs me, I've accepted that. And my goal is sticking true to those things in my life. Now, am I saying that I've never been like, I want to be there someday or I want to do that? Absolutely. One of those things was being an NFL player. I'm not there.
2: There's still hope. We still
1: love you, Rudy. We can get you on a rock. It's okay. Clap it up for the man. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Touchdown. Hey.
1: (laughs) Maybe one day. These 32 year old knees, I don't know. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I think that shows the fluidity of goals. And I think it shows, you know. There's this this phrase of moving goalposts, too, that I want to discuss as well Mm -hmm. in our final minutes of as we set or as we think about certain things in our lives and we think about what we're doing next in our lives. And there's factors beyond ourselves that that move goalposts and whether they be systemic issues or whether they be uh, things that are just in our daily life that are just unplanned and completely natural that may just move the goalposts how do you work with people when they have identified a goalpost that has been moved either by something completely at random or something intentional and systemic?
3: Mm, The pandemic.
1: Hit
0: that part. (laughs) Um, You know, it's uh, for me working with students is just like, okay, let's just pause because a lot of times they're, they're anxious now because that, Mm -hmm. like you said, Rudy, that, that, goalpost has moved so let's let's think about some things and i go to the very basic okay it happened let's calm down and let's think about it is this goalpost moving gonna stop your next breath no okay, well, then we, we can work with some things. We can do some things. So I think it's just pull them, pulling them back down to reality mm-hmm. to know that it happened. But maybe it happened for a reason that you don't know why. Maybe somebody had an action in moving that goalpost because they foresaw some things getting ready to happen that you're not at that specific table to know. So it's all about accepting it. You have your moment, but we can't stay here.
3: mm mm-hmm.
2: I think I, I, I lead back to the the support factor, um, especially when we talk about the pandemic. Right. A hundred percent. It affected people uniquely differently, um, but it affected us all. So having a little bit of, of comfort in knowing that you are not alone. Um, um it yes it may have very well been unique to you but also lean on those that you can lean on you know especially when you, when you're a student a lot of students were um you know when we came back talking about well how do i explain this this gap on my resume And I have to tell them, everybody has the same gap on their resume. Um, And we're going to all have to figure out how to work through that. But it's going to get to a point where companies are just going to be like, oh, that was the pandemic year. (laughs) Cool. Um, You know, but you just keep striving forward. Um, So I think, again, finding um, a little bit of comfort and knowing that you are not alone um, and then finding some inspiration in collaboration to figure out how people are getting closer to that goal post and again you know talking about making those goals a custom or customizing them to who you are um but it doesn't hurt to get a little bit of of inspiration in that that way
3: yeah and again just because the goal post moved doesn't mean that you're a failure or that you Drop the ball on something, and it, it made me think of the quote, you know, "Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, and the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference." And I think the place you can get that wisdom from is Brown, Center. Okay,
2: Kay. Oh, okay. right I love that.
1: And, and with that, we're gonna go to our Woo-hoo! rapid fire round of why do goals matter, even if we don't always reach them.
0: Goals matter because it gives you some sort of structure that you can play around in, and Ooh. you can color in, and maybe go outside the line a little bit, but you, you know where your line is. Mm-hmm.
2: Goals matter. Um, just to, I think goals matter to give you a tiny piece of mind.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: it's it could potentially be the one thing that you know you have some kind of. Control over for yourself. Um, so I, I think goals matter for maybe finding comfort you didn't know you needed.
3: Yeah, goals are way for you to dream in reality, and then they let you foster curiosity. And I think that's why they matter.
1: I love that foster that's good. curiosity. That's is good. good stuff. And for me, goals matter, and I, I want to take it even a step further as a challenge to. Uh, everyone who is supporting other people in their lives that you press forward, if you're in a place of privilege, to be able to encourage others, walk alongside others, and step in and help them see the opportunity and potential that they have to achieve their goals and move with them through this process as people try to better themselves and become the best versions of themselves. And I hope you have found those people in your life. And if you have not, please come see us. Please come talk to us. We will be your biggest supporter, and we will root you on as you seek out those things in your life life so without further ado thank you for joining us today on what's career got to do with it podcast uh, i am rudy and kay and angela and nicole just you're refresher. all hey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we hope
1: you join us again next week bye y'all